Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's What's up? up? David, I'm locked and loaded. I'm ready to go. Are you? I am. I'm psyched. I'm I'm well-prepared. I've done everything. I even read up a little extra stuff on some of our topics. Snap. Nothing fancy. Snap. I'm not talking homework. Well, since you're so ready, let me catch you off balance. All right. Hit me. Right. You know how some people (laughs) walk into their house and it's like... Live, laugh, love. Mm. Dude. They, the, got, they got like those signs with like the feel good, yeah. almost like inspirational it's little like, quotes. It's like they wrote it right. on the walls. Right. Like, Laughter. Laughed like, often. Yeah. Like, yeah. Poop in here yeah. for the bathroom. In, ki- in this kitchen, we dance. Right. You yeah. know, or like, yeah. you know, yeah. We don't argue. We hug it out. Right. Or my, my one friend, my neighbor, has a sign in her kitchen and it says, there's two choices. Tonight for dinner is two choices. Take it or leave it. Oh, man. Boom. Well, now you can show all your yeah. friends up. Stop it. Because I had an artist Stop it. put up <laughs> to make you a plaque for your house. But what is that? I mean, there is once a very glaring spelling error in the bottom, but <laughs> the cinema spelled wrong. But the rest of it's fine. It's spelled wrong, but this way we have the word enema. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> C- pen, C- enema. Right, pen, C- enema. <laughs> I've had haters refer to us as pen, enema. Yeah, but yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. They thought I didn't know, but I knew. I <laughs> so heard them. You're going to tell people what, I mean. I'm not going to point that out to anybody else. No, but, okay. Yeah. But this is a beautiful sign. It's a watercolor sign. It's like the background is watercolor. And really, like, like no joke. It's very attractive. Yeah. Like it's well, you could tell like someone who knew what they were doing, a professional. Yeah. It's very well done. <laughs> she's a calligraphy lady and she's like, I was like, make the fonts different so one looks evil. And she's like, I don't know how to do that because everything she writes is like live right. that love. Everything, everything is like beautiful. Yeah. Right. She's like, I don't know how to do evil. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's basically what happened. And then you're like, sure you don't. Sure you don't. <laughs> right. I know your soul. Right. <laughs> it's darker than ever. All right. So this is a beautiful, it's like the kind of frame where like the canvas wraps around the frame and it's a, it's generally white, but it has some beautiful watercolor, like purples and greens. And this is what I imagine David sees. <laughs> when he's watching a movie or just in general and what it says on the sign (laughs) is so good it says it's either the best movie I've ever seen or the worst movie of all time the Penn Cinema Podcast. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. I'm going to hang that here in the office. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Like right in front of Drew's computer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like halfway over the computer. So he has to like look around it. Yeah. Sure. I'm gonna... Strict rules don't touch my plaque. <laughs> right. I'm going to like put it on an easel so that it rests like right in front of his screen. I love it. 
Well, thank you. That is basically the best thing that's ever happened to me yeah. in my life. <laughs> I, I know. Or it's the worst thing. Or it's the worst <laughs> you know, thing. Either yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but since it's the most recent, we'll go with best. <laughs> right. <laughs> Here's a true story about yeah. me. I don't yeah. know if you know this. Hmm. Have I ever told you this before? Probably never. Probably never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, I've been off of it a little while. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> but for years, uh-huh. so my family, my family at home, my wife and our two daughters, right. we're big. We eat dinner together, mm. like mostly eat. Sometimes people are other places, but we've always been. We eat dinner together. Yeah. And what I like to say when I'm finishing dinner is that was the best dinner I've ever had in my life. <laughs> And I say it all the time. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. And so now the girls will say it and like, well, someone will say it like at lunch or like, that was the best snack I've ever had. (laughs) (laughs) It's the most recent one. It's the most recent one. And and Amy, Amy, Amy or or anybody, like sometimes I say it at grandma's house and she's like, why do you you say that all the time? I'm like, Bonnie, this is the best brunch I've ever had. And she's like, well, you said that last time you're here. Well, Last time I was here, I didn't know that I would be fortunate enough to have another one. <laughs> so I just feel so lucky. You know, I'm so happy we have another dinner. Yeah. You know, woke up alive again. To have another one. Right, to have another. Who I mean, would have thought? I have a streak going, David. I don't like to brag about it a lot. <laughs> but I've been waking up alive every single day for like over 50 years. What? Yeah, straight. Dude. Never missed a day. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so it was the best dinner. I recently just came from the best dinner I ever had. Kayla made tacos. What? Soft shell tacos for dinner. The four of us had dinner together tonight. You don't do the meats. I came hustling home from work to have a quick dinner before the podcast. Amy came hustling home from the NICU. She forgot she she had a baby with her. She forgot to leave it in the NICU. Damn it! You know we've we've well, been, you needed something for the tacos. We've been through this. <laughs> <laughs> so no, so my taco had uh, sweet potatoes and black beans and um, avocado and nice. uh, some hummus. And I feel like there was something else in it. Oh, it was she cooked it all up nice with chili powder. So. Love. Had a little kick and love. (laughs) Two parts love. (laughs) Well, listen, this sign is amazing. It says either the best movie I've ever seen or the worst movie of all time on a beautiful watercolor. I cannot wait to include this in our our decor. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be amazing. You know what I really should do? I'm going to hang it on the wall behind you so that when we're completing our film review, I can always remember. Because I never remember. (laughs) I always forget. What are my choices? (laughs) There's so many. (laughs) I'm like your mom with the email address. address (laughs) So complicated. (laughs) Podcast at pencinema.com. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tricky one. All right, you ready to get these news? Yeah, yeah, we got some news. Here we go. Yep. Okay, this just in from Rumorville. <laughs> from straight from Rumorville. Straight from Rumorville. Yeah. Okay. They, well, they called me. Right. And I said, "Hello, hello." <laughs> they said, "Hey, it's Rumorville. It's the guys. It's the guys of Rumorville." <laughs> right. Oh, you guys. Yeah. Oh, hey, what's up? What's up? <laughs> How'd you get this number? <laughs> Uh, apparently Encanto's getting a sequel. I picture you being like, I told you guys to not call this number. <laughs> How'd you get through my spam filter? <laughs> right, right, right. All right, so the rumor mill called and told you that what about Encanto? Encanto is getting a sequel. They're gearing up for an Encanto sequel. A prequel? 
Well, see, well, another Encanto movie. Another Encanto movie. Yeah. A sequel. Do you? How do you feel about this? Uh, this is like a lot of news stories where I'm kind of like, first of all, whatever. Because every time the rumor mill calls me, mm. I'm like, call David. Yeah. <laughs> Don't waste my time. Come on. <laughs> call David. <laughs> <laughs> and second of all, so I take it with a grain of salt. But second of all, like a lot of these stories, I want I want to know more. Yeah. Before I have an opinion. Like, is this going to be the same team, the same director, mm. the same crew like like how i felt like encanto was a very much a standalone that's my thing it's such an encapsulated story right i don't know that it has more to it i mean i guess you could it's just like aladdin how does aladdin get but is there an aladdin sequel i forget there's like two two and they both suck right I think the second one. I remember as a kid enjoying the second one. The second sequel or the, the second, second Aladdin? The second Aladdin. Okay. Jaf- Revenge of Jafar or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's an example. Like, if so, there's a difference between a sequel and a spin off. Mm. Like, a sequel, I mean, I'm open minded to anything, but I want to hear more about it. But a sequel, I feel like, would be harder than a spinoff. Like, is there a scenario where, is there, I don't remember the movie well enough if there was a good character who could have his or her own. Oh, sure. Any of the characters could go off on their own adventure. They all have, that's the thing about Encanto for it being so, like we're saying it's such a closed thing. Yeah. Not only is it closed, but almost every character except for uh, Abuela goes through like a decent amount of character growth Mm. in the movie. Mm. Through Maribel helping them get yeah. through their own problems or whatever, yeah. so it's hard to imagine needing mm. another movie unless you fast forward and now Maribel's the uh, grandmother or something. It's like, like maybe then. Yeah. But do you remember when this movie came out? Our problem with this movie was we were oversaturated with Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Who we love. We're both big fans. Yeah. But at the time, we were like, oh, my God. But then it still blew our socks off. Enough. And then the movie was amazing. And now I'm sitting here and I'm like, I haven't heard about him in a long time. Yeah. Have you? No. No. Kind of dropped off. We had a couple movies coming in then. Because in the Heights. Which I'm not saying anything. You know, I'm just saying. He'll be back. Yeah. So if if he's going to come back and, and explore the Encanto world. Right. Salute. Like every good tsunami, it waxes and wanes. Right, I'm looking for where, where, I'm looking for the segue. What's he said? Wait, no, there's you're, no segue. You're just there. bringing a, a tsunami in for yeah, because yeah. when there's a, when he's around, it's not like a wave. Right. There's a lot of. Oh, I got you. Yes, and then there's not. Yes, got you. He's an all or nothing guy. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a tsunami. Yeah, remember that here. Tsunami, Manu- the, tsunami the, Manuel Miranda. The Penn Cinema Podcast. <laughs> the tsunami. That's what we'll call him. A tsunami. tsunami. Wow. Manuel Miranda. <sighs> you take like a long pause. There's like, a, it's a tsunami. Tsunami? Manuel, Manuel Miranda. Miranda. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, Ta- speaking of our favorite people. Yeah. Taika Watiti uh, has asked Natalie Portman if she'd like to be in a, wait, what? Yeah. Okay. So Empire Magazine sat down with Natalie Portman and Taika Watiti right. and had them asking each other questions. Right. Wasn't she at one point in a Star Wars movie? She was in many Star Wars movies. Right. As a pivotal character. A main character. Yeah. Right. So she asked 
Taito Watiti what his next thing is. And he goes, well, I got this Star Wars thing wait, coming. Wait, wait, wait. I like I, how everybody stumbles, like everybody mumbles his name. Taika Watiti. None yeah. of us are like 100%. Yeah. Right. Okay. No. So anyway, he asked her what? Or she asked She him, asked him. What's your next thing? And he yeah. said, well, I got this Star Wars thing mm. coming up. And I'm, that's going to be pretty big. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. And he said, well, how would, how would you feel about, how would you feel about being in a Star Wars movie? Basically offering her yeah. like a, yeah. like kind of soft off right. her role. And she was like, oh, well, I was already in some Star Wars movies. <laughs> you mean again? And he goes, oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> <laughs> so he completely forgot that she was in Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that would happen to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But whatever. I mean, I think it was funny that he was. Uh, I think it was cool that he was offering her or something because she's great. Yeah. But yeah. you know, also along those lines, apparently it's supposed to start filming next year. Mm. It's in. It's in. That's the plan. I mean, mm. I guess they're still working on the yeah. script or whatever. I, and, and apparently, still working on the cast. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Didn't we just see her in Thor? Yeah, she was yeah. in Thor. Yeah. Like the main one of the main. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Thor now? Like. No. Production wise, you want to wait? No. Okay. All right. So now we got several people wrote in about this, <sighs> right? To which I was like, "Oh, this, yeah, 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 yeah." We, this, I did, that heavy sigh was related to the James Cameron story, which comes next. Yeah. I didn't mean this to be that. Right. Don't get this and that confused. I didn't mean that to be this because this is right now and that is later. Right. That, not this. Not this. Here and now, not then and later. Or there. Right. There. Yeah. Who? Huh? Why? <laughs> when is Gamora? Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we had some people write in. Mm. Minions came out. Mm. And apparently there was this, there's been this craze called the gentle minions, mm -hmm. uh, which is where uh, teenagers are coming in dressed up to watch minions. Mm. Now, this is, I think this article got out of hand the news for this because mm -hmm. it has I've been here I've seen it I've mm -hmm. seen them right? here in Lidditz in Lidditz yep. right but only like two or three kids at a time and they're just kids in suits whatever kids being kids whatever right. I would if I was their age and this like thing I probably would have done right. it you know whatever yeah, but um, in England in Britain what well, the, yeah <laughs> apparently the crowds were much bigger and much more disruptive Throwing mm. bananas and oh, screens oh, oh, and stuff. Oh, oh. So in England, oh. some theaters were were not allowing anyone in. With so basically, this is a story from overseas, mm. but because it was kind of happening here, mm -hmm. and some people like rented out theaters and stuff mm -hmm. for it, it became all theaters were having a problem. Right. And so many theaters, or not many, but several theaters were like saying, "If you're dressed in this manner, like they were not allowing you in right. to see minions." Because the people were being disruptive enough that the people with children right. were not able to enjoy right. the film. Right. So. Because it is gen. I mean, I saw the movie and laughed my ass off the whole time. Mm. But it is a kids movie. Yeah. You know, there's families in there. Right. Youngsters. Right. So you're telling me. Let me just see if I follow this correctly. Mm. You're telling me that an American media outlet. Yeah took a story unrelated to American news, twisted it, turned it around, fluffed it inside out, and presented it as something in, inaccurate. Yeah. Ah. Who would have thought? Fascinating. An amazing yeah. 
turn of events. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the first time in history. Wow. This yeah. is cutting edge. We should report on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that should have been our headline. Right. right. Yeah. Hey, you guys. Uh, did you know the news? <laughs> You'll never guess what. Changes things? <laughs> but you haven't had any issues here. Listen, uh, not only have we not had any issues, but I think it's great fun. Yeah. We've had all kinds of kids come in here, including my nephew. Oh. Yeah, he went to Goodwill and bought like a, you know, funny looking suit. Or I don't even know if it's funny looking, but he fought, he bought a suit, you know. And it was definitely funny looking. In it. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, like, you know, hey. Yeah. So um, he bought a suit. Yeah. And him and his buddies came in, and they had a great time. And and I mean, I'm talking about him because he's he's my nephew, and I love him. But we've had other groups come in, opening night, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I just think it's cool. I think good for you. I love when kids get organized and do fun stuff. Um, I just think it's like, it's fun. And Minions is so appealing. And you have to remember, if you're 14, right, you've had Despicable Me and Minions in your life ever since you were old enough to watch movies. Right. Like, this is your material. Right. This is your beloved childhood playing out on screen. So if you're 14 years old, you've grown up, you know, with the Minions and with Despicable Me and that right. kind of stuff. I'm, and it's, it's, well, other than the throwing bananas at the screen and stuff, like, I mean, some of the things that they were talking about were disruptive. But overall, it's been fine. The first couple times I saw it, I was like, oh, it must be prom or something, forgetting that it's right. the middle of the summer. Right. And then I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Yeah. And, I mean, it's just like dressing up for Star Wars or right. whatever. But right. it's even more casual than that. It's fun. Yeah. And I looked at it and I, I, I thought, look at how they're doing this now. And apparently, uh, what is it, Universal or Warner Brothers? Who's the? Universal. Universal. Like there, they put out a tweet that was like, we see you, thank you. But because yeah. it's contributed to how well the movie is. Yeah, yeah. Because all these kids are, teenagers are coming out to see it. But can you imagine 10 years from now, like, you know, you think of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, yeah. Like the cult following that has. Yeah. There's going to be midnight shows yep. of Minions, maybe probably this one, since it's the one that did the fed, the fed. Yep. And, and you know, people will show up in suits and stuff for yeah. it. Or whatever. Yeah, and can we just talk for a minute about Minions? Because what something came out the same day as Minions that we watched instead of Minions, right? Was that that was last week though? That was right. No, last. Oh, maybe it was. So we watched Thor. No, but the weekend that, was, that Minions came out. Oh. Was there was another? Yeah. There was like a Mr. Malcolm's list. Yes. Well, I watched yes. It yes. Pretended to. Pretended to. Watch. Until you called me out. Yeah. You saw I got I got pretty far along. I mean, yeah. did you? That would <laughs> Your concept of how far along you were means that you had to be conscious of when it started and when it ended. And I don't think you saw either the beginning or the end of this movie. So no. I got pretty far. No, 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 no. That's not what I was referring to. I was referring to I got pretty far in our movie review before you figured out that I hadn't seen it. Right. Or that I hadn't seen all of it, I mean. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so we watched Mr. Malcolm's List. Have you seen Minions? No. Listen, go see it. Yeah. Like I, I'm telling you and everyone listening, like Minions is funny as hell. Mm. It takes place in the 70s, the 1970s, and they really lean into that. There's all kinds of like disco music and musical and cultural winks and nods. And I guess we would call them Easter eggs, like yeah. stuff like that. Really funny stuff. Um and it's a beautifully shot movie. It's like this. This is a real movie. This okay. is a good 
good movie. And it's based off a true story, right? Right. <laughs> well, I mean, it's actually a documentary. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, thought yeah I thought maybe yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah. But so, I mean, to your point, this movie could stand up over time. You know, people can be coming back. Right. You know, and yeah. Yeah. yeah it's funny. You make it an event, a big enough event. <clears throat> yeah. And you don't run it underground like Star Wars. So, you know what? You know what we're going to do? At some point, we need to replace the IMAX screen. Do you remember that Minions, do you remember the controversy? Minions opened in IMAX and I was fighting with Universal because I wanted Top Gun to stay in IMAX. Oh, yeah. Remember that fight? Yeah. Okay, so Minions we know exists as an IMAX product. Mm. So when the time comes for us to replace our IMAX screen, we're going to have a big Minions party. Oh. Everybody bring a banana. Throw it <laughs> Throw the, the screen. IMAX screen. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Don't take this out of context. You know what we forgot to talk about? And I was busy and I couldn't make it. Yeah. You guys did The Room again. Yes. And you had yes. the actors here. I was so yeah. upset that I missed yeah. that. What's it, what was it like cleaning up after that? <laughs> it was uneventful. No? There wasn't like no. a ton of spoons and nope. stuff? Nope. It, yeah. was, it, was, it was a great event and the people who came... And we had a good turnout. It went really well. And everybody who came like wrote in emails like, that was amazing. It was so cool. Blah, blah, blah. I, I wasn't there. But the feedback from everybody was like, this was amazing. And it was not trashed. Next time it happens, you and I mm. need to go. And you need to, ex- it's like a Rocky Horror picture. Like, you need to go and you need to know people are going to be throwing spoons and stuff. I mean, Hot plastic spoons don't go very far. When we did it, like the people I was with, they like went around and collected their spoons again. <laughs> Do you remember what I used to say about the Rocky Heart Picture Show? What's that? And now I can't say it anymore because the guy left. I used to tell people, people would say, you should show the Rocky Heart Picture Show. And I used to say, that sounds like a perfect idea for Steve Brown up at the new main. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. he left. Yeah, but you've been, but you've been, sh- you've shown the room at least twice, maybe three times. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. So all I'm saying is next yeah. time because it'll time. probably happen again. If he comes back, we should try to get him on the show. Yes. Yeah, that and, was a missed and, opportunity. And when sure. I say we, I mean you. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> I'll do the talking. You'll do the talking. And you can show up. I'll be sitting over here without a mic. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll have a mic, but it won't be, be plugged in. Off. <laughs> <laughs> Until the end of the show, and you'll say something embarrassing. And the guy will be like, does he know that his mic is unplugged in? Oh, he knows. <laughs> we all know. Right. It's called a dream come true. Right. It's called best episode ever. <laughs> all right. Moving on. We've got two James Cameron oh, For the love of Pete. So first off. Yes. Avatar 2, Way of the Water, the movie that no one asked for that we're still getting. Hey, 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 hey. You got to walk that hate back a little bit. Come on. It looks pretty. It looks beautiful. Yeah. And I will see it in 3D. You will see it. And you did ask for it. When? I don't know. Maybe you didn't. (laughs) Maybe maybe when the first one came out. So We were promised when the first one came out. See, this is the core issue, just in case there's a listener that doesn't follow. Yeah. This is the core issue. The movie came out, I think, in 09. Something like that. Something like that. Basically the Stone Age. Right. (laughs) <laughs> Me and David were just kids. Yeah. We were in elementary school sitting in the back of the class. We together. just heard about movies. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I leaned over to David at the end of French and I was like, hey, we should go see that thing. They're saying there's a movie. And I said, right. oui, oui, monsieur. <laughs> oui, oui, oui. Bonjour. <laughs> so off we went. We saw Avatar. We were both, yeah. I, what was it, like sixth grade? Yeah. Fifth or sixth grade, something like that. And so we come over and we watch Avatar. And as soon as it was over, David looks at me and says, how much longer till the sequel? Right. Right. And I said, no problem. It's coming out next year. Don't worry about it. Right. 
Don't worry. And he then, said he's working on it. Right, right. And then immediately he was like, a few weeks later, James Cameron, this is where the story becomes actually true. Yeah. A few weeks later, James Cameron was like, actually, it won't be next year. It might be like two years. Yeah, but hold on. We're going to make five of them. Right. But hold on. Actually, the next one's like three years. Yeah. Uh, maybe 10 years. And then right around the time everybody completely forgot that Avatar existed. Yeah. James Cameron was like, all right, five more years. Don't worry. It's been five years, and it's going to be another five years. Yeah, but we're going to come at you with a ton of them. Right. So then 10 years came and went, and now it's 2019, and he's like, uh, we're going to actually do this. Yeah, it's time to start. Yeah, right. We're going to start filming. <laughs> we're going to start filming. I completed my little make-believe dictionary of the fake language and the encyclopedia of the right. fake plants, and uh, now we're going to show this movie. And then COVID came, pushed everything back. Like, okay, fair enough. So my point is, like, I think we need to be, I don't want to harsh on this movie because if it had come out in 2011, I think we all would have been super excited for it. I'll give you that. You know what, my, I do have one problem with this movie. What's your problem with Penn? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you my problem. Yeah. Here's my problem. This is your problem? Yeah, this is my problem. <laughs> I got a problem. This is my problem. Here's my problem. I'll tell you my problem. My problem is we're currently playing Thor in IMAX four days, four times a day. Okay? Right? Yeah. Easy peasy. No problem. Good to go. Oh, wait. The second matinee has to be 3D. Of Thor? Yeah. Okay. You know why? Because they're like, it has to. They're like, well, no, because they're like, we oh, want to because of Avatar. Yeah, we want to re we want to make sure people remember that 3D exists. Nobody, nobody cares. But see, my thing is, and Disney is not great with like logic. Like that's not their forte. That's not what they do. No, which is fine because they do other they do other good <laughs> things like release the best movies, yeah, you yeah, know, and, yeah. or at least the most commercially successful movies. So. My thing is this, like, we don't need to have one show a day of 3D for Avatar to be released in 3D because I kind of feel like, even though I could care less about Thor in 3D, when Avatar comes out, I feel like people would be like, hey, yeah, I'll watch that in 3D. Yeah. Because it's Avatar. You know right. what I mean? Like, it like it kind of invented the new world of 3D. People, The people who are going to care are going to care when that movie comes out. Right. And they're not going to care because the second matinee of Thor was 3D. Oh, you remember that time I wanted to see Thor and we had to see it in 3D? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. Avatar. How about that? Right. Right. Yeah. All right. So the first, so we didn't even get into the news story. All no. we did was go down to James Cameron rabbit hole. Right. So James Cameron, he says, this movie's going to be long. But you know what? He doesn't want to hear it. He's had this enough. is the most flawed argument I've ever heard in my life. He's had enough of your fluff pen. <laughs> this is a quote. I don't want anybody whining about the length when they sit and binge watch television for eight hours. It's like, give me a fucking break. I've watched my kids sit and do five, uh, five one hour episodes in a row. Here's the big social paradigm shift that para paradigm shift that needs to happen. It's okay to get up and go pee. But the whole thing is when people don't want to miss parts of the movie. So basically what he's saying is this movie's missable. Eh? Huh? You can miss five minutes of you can miss five minutes of Avatar, 
and it's not going to matter. Well, that's clearly not what he's saying. I think it is. It's you, you, you with the over drama again. My movie is bad. Right. <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> who and, read it best? Yeah, my movie is bad, right. and you could miss it if you wanted right. to. Right. We should pay for the ticket. We should start offering like a translation service. Yeah. Like, like you read the quote, and David will translate it yeah, for you. This is what he so, means. My problem with this quote is is I, I don't really agree with what you said, but my problem I do have a problem with this quote. My problem with the quote is you cannot compare watching TV at home for five hours to sitting in a dark enclosed movie theater. Right. In your chair, respectful of the audience around you. Like I've watched I've binge watched TV for many hours. Like right. I've done it. I'm, I, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not looking down on it or or saying it. But it's a different thing. You can pause it. You can pause it. You can hear it in the bathroom. Yep. You could potentially bring the thing you're watching yep. with you into the bathroom. Or into the kitchen to get a snack. And you, if you're watching an episodic thing, most of the time there's a portion of the show that's a recap of what right. you've already seen. Credits. You can get up. Oh, David, why don't we start doing that? What? Like at the beginning of every show, we'll be like, previously on the Penn Cinema Podcast. You totally could. You want to put in the work to figure it out? <laughs> to making the cuts? <laughs> do I get choice? Like, I, all I would do is splice together you in, like, total nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, I would just splice you saying Venom. Yeah. And then you saying the best movie ever. I have Venom news, by the way. Oh, God. All right. Well, well, let's stay on the James Cameron thing. So, first of all, he doesn't want to hear it. So, what what is he telling us? It's going to be a long movie? Okay. It's so, long. So, first of all. He doesn't want you complaining that it's too long. Okay. You don't want the critics going, it was okay, yeah. but it could have been three hours shorter. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Let me tell you something, Mr. Cameron. Yeah. I'm not whining about the length because I'm going to sit there and watch it. I'm whining about the length because I'm working with you to try to sell tickets. Yeah. If your movie's three hours long, I can only play it three times a day. Unless you stay open later. Nobody's going to come to a movie at 2 o'clock in the morning. You won't know until you play it. But you see what I'm saying? For a month. I mean, I see that, I see that you're being a smartass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I am. But yeah, you yeah, see yeah. what I'm saying. No, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So we got minions in one screen. I yeah. can play it six times in a day. It's 30 minutes long. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So minions in one screen can make twice as much as Avatar on a given day. Hypothetically, in a, in a in like a phase. it has it has the potential. I'm just saying, if 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 I'm going to get six shows a day of Avatar, that's yeah. two screens, right? So if I like right now, I have Thor playing on three screens, three now, clean screens. In the old negotiation, this would have been a good thing because less people being able to see it means a longer longer legs, right? Maybe. And then you'd make money yeah, maybe. potentially, but that's not how it is anymore. That's not how, that, first of all, that's not how the deals are structured. But second of all, that's not how the market works. Like the audience, like movies we'll now, somewhere else. now Top Gun is proving us all wrong. Top right. Gun and Downton Abbey are still killing it at the box office. But um, movies are like the, the opening weekend is what matters. Right. Like movies are making the vast majority of their money opening weekend. Well, Penn? Trying to make this building another story high. Yeah. Put some other another level of theaters. You got it. That's the Yeah. Main. I mean you that's what I want. Go wide, but go tall. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You see that gigantic hangar they're building across the street? Yeah. Yeah. Why aren't more movie theaters dual story? Because it's a nightmare. Because yeah. to get the second floor to have the projection screen, you're already a giant 
a tall. So a two-story movie theater would be the equivalent of four stories. Okay. Well, that you've seen them in New York, right? I yeah. mean, you know that yeah. they exist. Yeah, New York, and it's yeah, yeah. It's hard to build up. Okay. Yeah. It's harder. You Go got. Down. You got. <laughs> you know, in, in Baltimore, there's that theater that's like underground. Yeah. Yeah, and that wasn't that one on Queen Street in the old days on Lancaster. Didn't that go down sub? Yeah, 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 it did. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so all right. More so James Cameron. Now news. this, so the first piece of news is just James Cameron being a prima donna. Right. This second one, I think, is actual news. This is kind of funny though. Yeah. James Cameron may not direct Avatar four and five. The man who's been toting on about how his baby will go on forever. Might not keep going on with it, which I don't know how I feel about this because, uh, well, let's read the quote. The Avatar films themselves are kind of all-consuming. I've got some other things I'm developing as well that are exciting. I think eventually, over time, I don't know if it if that's after three or after four, I'll, pass, I'll want to pass the baton to a director that I trust to take over so I can go do some other stuff that I'm also interested in. Or maybe not. I don't know. Movie four is a corker. It's a motherfucker. I actually hope I get to make it, but it depends on market forces. Three is in the can, so it's coming out regardless. I really hope that we get to make four and five because it's one big story ultimately. So, I, this is, I'll tell you, you gather your thoughts. Okay. And I'll tell you what I heard during this. Yeah. Avatar 4 is dependent on Avatar 2 and 3 being successful. Right. Okay. But he's also saying that he might not want to direct right. 4 and 5 after toting how big and amazing right. this whole story. The whole reason these I feel like the whole reason these movies are getting made is because he's pushed them yeah. so hard through the grinder and promised such big things. Every time he talks about these movies it's always a promise of something big. I can't imagine the pressure of his entire life on this one project. And he's put it on himself to then be like, eh, eh. He should have done like George Lucas. Sold it. No, 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 no. Oh. He should have released episode four oh. in 2022. Right. Right? Yeah, and then gone back. And gone back and done episode two, and then done episode five, and mm. then done episode three. Well, I think the audience is intelligent enough we could have stuck with him. And if episode four is as amazing as he thinks, I would have liked to seen it now. So I just think this is like, this is, I don't know. It, I lose a little bit of faith in the project. I got to be honest. But also, I know, you, I know I come across as a Debbie Downer here. <laughs> I know. I know. I feel I know. if he's talking like this, I bet you four doesn't get made. Because they would need to be, if, if these movies are going to keep their momentum going, if and they take this long to make, mm-hmm. he should already be working on it. Three is like two years away, and if he's not working on four already, that means when three comes out, it's going to be several years before they probably start work on four. You know, it's just and look how long it took to make two and three. <laughs> I think that two is going to be financially like a success because people are going to be like, ah. Uh, Oh, remember Avatar? It was because you you know, all the reasons that you're saying it was a big thing, even though it's not actually critically like it's like people don't actually like the movie. And I will stand by that. It gets torn apart. 
<sighs> so much, but visually it was such a cultural, like big thing. People are going to come and see two and it's going to be big, but I think two is going to fall short just like the first one. And then nobody's going to come see the third one, just like so many other franchises whose sequels fall flat, but everyone comes to see the second one and then they don't come to see the third one. And the promise is the fourth one's going to be the real genius one. Right. You know what I mean? Right. All right. Debbie. Just like I feel like they'll never make the fourth Dune movie. Okay. I'm just saying. Because the second one the second one technically finishes the first movie. But when they get on to book two, I think it's going to be hard sell. Okay. So anyway, that's my rant. That oh, was uh... a... <laughs> I'm really anxious about December. And then I have something else to say about French class. Okay. Um, I'm anxious about December because there's a lot of big movies. And if Avatar is going to be three hours long, I don't know where we're going to put it. Right. Second floor. <laughs> when you were in fifth or sixth grade. Right. Were you sitting up front of the class or were you sitting in the back making wise? Were you wise cracking to your buddy in the back row? I think it was mid, but fourth grade I was back row, and that's how we found out I needed glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see. Ah, gotcha. Because <laughs> they moved me up front, and I still couldn't see. I think what would be fun would be for you and me to take a class together. Oh. And sit in the back and crack wise the whole time. Oh, the whole time. And see who gets, who gets thrown out first. Right, especially after we paid for the class and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. No, let's get Shady Lady to pay for it. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Man, Ken and I want to take a class. We want to learn sign language. <laughs> yeah. Will you pay for it? <laughs> All right. One last little bit of news here. Captain America 4, a.k.a. Chris Evans. No. Chris Pine. Well, Chris Evans was Captain America. Right. Captain America 4. Oh, right. Would be Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie. Yes. I was I was just trying to You're just testing me. I was just trying to make up for that time I couldn't remember who right. played Captain America. That's why that's why I gave it to you. I was like, this is cause you couldn't remember who he was. You're last close. Time. Yeah. You're close. Yeah. Yes, he was Captain America. Good pen. <laughs> Captain America four has found a director in one Julius Ona, best known for his work on the Cloverfield Paradox. You know, that universally hated Cloverfield movie. Yeah. Yes, that everyone I do. was really excited for. Then they yes. watched it and they were like, oh, "What? What?" Yes. So, Yay. so are we nervous? We're nervous. I'm nervous. Yeah, I'm nervous. My question is, and obviously we won't know until the movie comes out, or, or until we start to see more. But like, was the Cloverfield paradox bad because it was bad? Like, in other words, because the content was bad, or did he make it bad? Content. Yeah, I think that it was an okay movie, and then they said, "Wait a second, this could be a Cloverfield movie," and then they shoved the Cloverfield stuff yeah. in it. Yeah, like the basic premise was fine, and then when they shoved yeah. the Cloverfield stuff in, I think we should give Mister Ona the benefit of the doubt and wish him the best. Here's what I think: Kevin Feige, right? He's got a pretty good batting record. Is it what did I say it wrong? No, no, it's just funny because we're gonna. We heard about him directing, and we're like, oh, nah, man. I don't want to see that. <laughs> Kevin Feige has an outstanding track record. Yeah. It's like this to me. All right, I'm going to make a little sports reference. Mm. I know how you love sports ball. I do. 
this to me is like when Bill Belichick drafts a questionable kid out of college. Oh uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, that kid sucks. And you know, blah, blah, blah. and my, my thing is like, listen, Belichick will go down as one of the best coaches, if not the best coast coach in the history of football. Love Belichick. Love him. Yeah. If he wants to draft this kid out of college, there's a reason. So I'm saying the same thing about Kevin Feige. Like if he trusts, he's still at the wheel of Marvel. Right. Right. If he trusts this guy, there's a reason he gave him Captain America four. Right. Every Marvel movie matters. Every Marvel movie is important and is a billion, a potentially billion dollar franchise in in and of itself. Yes. Right. Yeah. So they're not going to just give a director casually, you know, it's not politics. I mean, I know that there is politics, but I'm saying Kevin Feige's track record has shown he does not hire bad directors. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. They, although I, I saw a criticism on phase four that said that was, uh, it was from Straw Hat Goofy. If you don't follow him, definitely go follow Straw Hat Goofy. He's a, a great, uh, like, quick film r- review guy. He's on TikTok and all those things. Um, but he had this to say about why he thinks that the MCU is is not performing phase four as well as others. He said this about that? Yeah. Back then. Yeah. And so I'm telling you now. Right. Yeah. He said that the reason is that this phase has focused on strong directors making films that are like their films. It feels less guided than previous phases. So you've got Multiverse of Madness, which is very much a Sam Raimi film mm-hmm. instead of a Marvel film. Yeah. You've got the Taika Waititi, uh, Thor yep. Love and Thunder, which is very much a Taika Waititi movie. You've got Eternals, which is a Zoe, it's a very Zoe Chow, Chow right? Zoe, Zoe yep. Zhao. I know who you mean. Yeah, it's very much uh, her type of movie, but it's not, which doesn't make a good superhero movie, but in her, the way that she makes her films and interpersonal like relationships yeah. and stuff, like it's right up her alley and it's very her. But so these, they've given the directors more room to make their own things, but at the same time, it's losing that cohesiveness mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, and that's why he's like, it's like not saying that the movies are bad themselves. Right. It's just that they're not what we're used to. So that said, it is a little worrying when you think, well, I only know the one movie from this director. And Unless, so. to your point, Unless they are hiring a director who can, who doesn't have his or her own really distinct style. That's true. And will mold more into the universe. But I don't think that's what they've done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because even you look at the really good Marvel films and you look at like, all right, even if you look at like the Russo brothers and how mm-hmm. like they came on board and they did their thing and it was so fantastic that, that Feige was like, okay, kind of steer us a little bit. Like give us the feel that we're going to go for and other people can kind of emulate it. I think that's what they're looking for in letting these guys take like more control in these movies that aren't necessarily obviously the like it's the beginning of this era post Infinity Stones where they're trying to build up to something big. Right. We're not at the big heavy hitters yet. Right. And so we have more wiggle room to to experiment just like at the beginning of the, you know, with um Guy did Iron Man name uh robert downey jr no the director <laughs> who's also in it 
Yeah, but, I know who you mean. Yeah. John Favreau. John Favreau. Like, just yes. kind of how, like, got he, it. he came along and then they were like, oh, do like John Favreau did. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then you know, Joss Whedon did Avengers and everyone was like, do like Joss Whedon. Did. Wait, he's yeah. canceled. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Let's, let's move away from that. But uh, that's kind of how they did that. But anyway, I think that they're looking for their feel and they haven't gotten it yet. Yeah. They're looking for a director to take them in that direction. I tell you, I we're going to get to the movie review in a minute and this is concluding our news segment, but... I feel like Thor is the new Iron Man. Like, he's the new hot Avenger. Mm. We'll talk about that. First, let's do movie trailers. That concludes our segment of the news. Oh, man. That was exhausting. I can't even believe it. (laughs) All right. So I appreciate the fact that we now have snack breaks in between the news and the trailers. Yeah. Yeah. I had a four course meal. (laughs) We were gone for like three hours. All right, I think this is one of the best overall trailer packages that we've seen in a while. Now, yeah. a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was last week or whatever, but in some recent show, we only had like two or three trailers and they were amazing, right? Right. And then sometimes shortly before that, we had awful trailers. Mm. We were like hard pressed to pick. Why? Yeah, we're like, right. Ugh. Yeah. I think this is well rounded. There's there's one trailer that's like not great. There's one trailer that's like pretty good. There's some amazing trailers. Yeah. Yeah. You want to start us off? Sure. I'll start us off at the top with uh, a trailer called The Invitation. Uh, The movie is called The Invitation. And uh, this is a Sony movie. And it looks like a, um, it reminds me a little bit of Knives Out. Okay. It's kind of like a murder mystery where everybody is suspect. um, And they're trying to resolve, you know, investigate, figure out who killed who and that kind of stuff. Looks. Did you watch the right trailer? Yeah. The Invitation is a movie about where a girl gets invited to. No, 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 stop, stop. I got, I did watch right one, but I got mixed up. Okay. I got mixed up. You go ahead. Okay. So the invitation. I'm talking about Amsterdam. Okay. I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was, there's a trailer we're going to talk at the end called Amsterdam. Right. And that's what I was just now describing. Okay. The invitation is a horror movie. Yes. Go ahead. Where a woman gets invited to a wedding with a guy that she is kind of, really romantically involved in. Right. And they keep saying everyone acts really weird. And they but they're not like married. No, she's just, and it seems like it's a new relationship. Right. Too. Right. That's my point. And, uh, they keep saying oh, the bride and the groom will show up eventually. And then he's like, well, you're the bride and I'm the groom. And all my relatives are wearing masks and we're all vampires. Right. And so, uh, the girl in this is also in the Fast and Furious movies. I don't remember mm. what her name is, but I really like her. Mm. And for that alone, I think I would watch this. I mm. think that she, her acting, like the way that they, that she has like dialogue delivery and stuff, see, made this interest to me. To me. Okay. Whether or not it's going to be actually a good movie yeah. remains to be seen. It's not like horror, horror. It's more right. like soft horror. To me, this is the example of a movie that like. If you're into this kind of movie, like it potentially could be pretty good. But for me, this was like a middle of the road yeah. type of trailer. It's probably going to be middle of the road. Yeah. Know. The next one was uh, at the bottom oh, yeah. of, of our list here. This is uh, what I was referring to when I said not great. Uh, the movie is called The Most Dangerous Game, and it basically looks like uh, The Hunted. Yeah. It's a movie that's been made several times. Right. Uh, by good actors and bad actors and just people. Yeah. And I feel like this is just people. Right. 
Um, it's the, it's the story you've seen it. You've literally seen this movie before and it's like the rich people have a bunch of less, uh, wealthy people go on an island. Poor is the word you're looking for. Yeah. They have them go on an island and then they're like, Oh, if you survive, you get money, but we're going to hunt you for X amount of time. Right. And they're the most dangerous game because they start fighting back. The next movie stars uh, Viola Davis. This is my trailer of the week. Really? Yeah. Not my trailer of the week, but the film looks amazing. It's The Woman King. And it it's... She's like a, a African warrior who who is told that they can't do anything or whatever, and then she trains up a bunch of the women, and they make this like great battle. It's hard to describe it all. With I mean, it's not a very... Um, complicated plot but it looks amazing the images are similar to 300 yes right? yeah just massive battle scenes yeah with hundreds of soldiers and or i should say warriors it feels zack snydery yeah it feels yeah. a little zack snydery and um it, it there was a line in the trailer that said based on a true story I missed that. It, it, no, it did. I'm not making a okay. joke. It said something about like, um, Could be. inspired by facts or it, 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 in other words, it's, it, it's not trying to say it's a true story, but is inspired by, you know, that, yeah. that type of sort of loose connection. I don't, I watched, I did watch this trailer a week ago and I didn't get a chance to watch it yeah. again, but when I, it made a super impression on me. Yeah. By the way, side note, <clears throat> Amy is a huge books on tape person. You're Amy? Yes. My wife, my yeah. lovely bride of Doctor. of Dr. Amy Ketchum yeah. of 26 years, 27 maybe. I don't know. It's been, been a while. Wow. It's been a minute. A minute. Hot I, minute. I feel like we got married yesterday. That's how much fun it's been. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, Amy likes to listen to books on tape and she's currently listening to Viola Davis's autobiography, oh, really? which is narrated by Viola Davis. It's amazing. Every day she tells me more about it. I'm going to listen to it when she's done. Here's my challenge to Amy. Can she listen to Dune before you finish reading it? The next trailer <laughs> is... <laughs> the next trailer is... Was my trailer of the week until I watched Amsterdam. Okay. My second runner-up for trailer of the week is Clerks 3. Mm. I did, did you, not watch this trailer. Oh, my God. David. And here's why I didn't watch this trailer. I cannot be bothered with clerks my care factor is so i meant to watch it i put it on the list and i instantly forgot it existed i have no fondness of these movies because i've never seen them and they've been so overhyped i don't hold any like negative thing it's just like for whatever reason i can never remember that these movies existed there are so many times i've been bored in my life that i could have watched clerks well, and do I yourself a have. favor and skip Clerks. Go straight to Clerks 2. What about continuity? No, it's irrelevant. It's a comedy, right? And this is one of the rare examples, in my opinion, IMO, as they say. Oh. In my opinion, this is an example of the sequel being better than the first one. Okay. Because I watched the sequel and laughed my ass off hysterically the whole time. And then I watched the first one and I was like, ugh. You know. The only thing I know about this movie is the quote... That's in the Chewbacca song where they're like, they talk about how Empire is the best movie in the Star Wars series. I don't know. They talk about Star Wars a lot. There's a great line in this trailer about Star Wars where they say Jay and Silent Bob are like R2-D2 and C-3PO. They don't really contribute anything to the plot, but everybody loves them, so they keep them in the franchise. <laughs> like, this is a funny 
funny trailer. The only movie, I think maybe the only Kevin Smith movie I've ever seen is James Silent Bob Strike Back. I never saw that. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. We talked about this movie a, a few years ago. I want to yeah. say long time ago. Because our boy Pirate Dave went to the script reading right. in New Jersey and told us it was amazing. So the premise of the movie is um, the original Clerks cast, facing their own mortality, decides to film a movie about themselves. So they're basically them filming Clerks, Clerks. which is it is a riot. And there's some great like um, self awareness in the trailer. So they're talking about killing off the one character and they're like, you can't kill me off. And they're like, why not? And he's like, what about a sequel? And the f- camera's on uh, the main guy and he's like, he's like, a sequel? Who the hell would make a sequel? What do I look like, a hack? <laughs> and then the camera like zooms in on Kevin Smith. Like, it's great. It's so, like, I just think this is a funny, I just thought it, I just thought it was funny. I almost didn't put this trailer on there. Why? Because it's only showing in theaters for two days. Ah, that's lame. Yeah. And now, your big movie of the week. The obvious trailer of the week. This is the movie that I started talking about at the top of the trailer section. I think this is the movie of the week, but I thought it was not the trailer. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll give you that. Uh, I will give you that. Yeah. Yes. I thought that the trailer was, I don't, like, I was like, oh, I really want to see this, but the trailer is not really edited in a way that I like. Yeah. So the, the problem with the Clerks 3 trailer is that you do feel a little bit like you just saw the movie. Yeah. Right? So I'll give you that. This is not necessarily the best trailer ever, but this movie. I want to see it. I can't it's wait. It's got everyone in it. Who's, who does it not have? Right. That's the question. Does it does it have Margot Robbie? Yeah. Christian mm-hmm. Bale? Yeah. Anya Taylor-Joy? Yeah. Robert De Niro? Zoe Saldana? Mike Myers? Chris Rock? Timothy Oliphant? Taylor Swift? And more. Yeah. It's insane. It's And it looks amazing. This is the, this is the one that I was talking about. This is a murder mystery. And I mean, right? I mean, basically. Oh, Chris Rock's like, we got a we got a dead white guy down there right. in a box, not a coffin, right. a box, right. and it's open. Who are they gonna blame for this? Right. <laughs> no, this is this this movie looks really well done. It reminds me a lot of Knives Out, and uh, I I really like um, Christian Bale, like not playing some yes. superhero role. Thank again. you. You know, it's just like I, right. I was like, oh, I, I dig his accent. Right, he's you know? he's talking. Yeah. You know, he's not being a, a, a villain or a superhero. He's not being Batman. He's not being the bad guy. Or like your dad with all the knowledge. Right. He's just a dude. Right. Right. He's just a yeah. guy. All right. All right. You ready to talk oh, about Thorth? Baby. Thorth, Love and I, Thunder? I am. All right. Let's get into Thorth, Love and Thunder. Pen. what did you think of this movie? It's the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, so quick. So uh, I love this movie. What's What sticks out when I think of this movie, when I reflect on my watching it, what sticks out is the soundtrack. Okay. Like it was great 80s, you know, the ever the title art, everything about it sort of screams 80s. And I think the use of um, the soundtrack sort of ties everything together. It was really well done. Sure. I agree but in my memory, all I hear is Sweet Child of Mine. Like, yeah. No matter what scene I think of, right. that's the only tune I hear in yeah. my head uh, for it. The one, so i curious what you thought. I loved the tie-in with Guardians of the Galaxy at the beginning. Yeah. Don't you think there should have been like a little something at the end? Like 
don't you think it should have closed the loop with them, like somehow cross paths with Thor? Like, I'm not saying as part of the plot, but almost like a stinger, maybe. Either, a, yes, exactly, a stinger, or um, somehow have them see him, you know, off into the sunset or whatever. I just felt like that was an open. To me, that was an open parenthesis well, that never got. A, we're getting a movie from them, right? So. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really think I felt that. Like okay. That. Yeah. Um, I thought this was a good movie. Yeah. I, it's it's the best movie I've ever seen. I thought it was on par with Ragnarok. And people are like, oh, Ragnarok is better. But I was like, okay, here's the thing. I think peop- the problem, I, this this movie apparently uh, critically has come under a lot of uh, negative, uh, like not strong negative, but people are saying it's not as, it's not good. It's the third lowest rated Marvel movie of all time. Uh, you know, it's... God, it's which is crazy that it's gotten a score that's so low. I watching it, I was like, oh, I'm a little concerned now. We watched it, and we were like, why? Like this is good. everybody like, I've talked to has loved it. Yeah, this was this was this was good. And the question is, is it better than Ragnarok, or is it as good as Ragnarok? I say it's just as good as Ragnarok, or slightly under. But the thing is with Ragnarok, before that, no one cared about Thor. Mm. Let's be honest, mm-hmm. the Thor movies were not good. Mm. And then you saw Ragnarok, and it was such a surprise that to you, you've got this like this memory of a, a high mm-hmm. because it was so amazing that this movie you didn't think was going to be good was good. So you come in to see this movie, and you expect to get that same high. But you're not because you already know the level that it's going to be at, and it just keeps it at that level the whole time. I, I... I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I was laughing the whole way through. I laughed every single time the goats yelled. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? Me like, too. I was like, it's such a dumb joke. Right. But I love it. It's like, perfect. It's, yeah. Every, <laughs> you know, like every time. Um, and I, I, some of the criticism I saw were like, oh, well, everyone's the comic relief. So, you know, who's, who's really. the straight man. Yeah, who's yeah. the straight man. I'm like, okay, I guess I see that. But it didn't bother me. All right. Listen. I, I hate all that critics BS. Right. But let me, I did have one little problem with this. Okay. I don't like Zeus, the God of thunder being in the Marvel universe. Why? Because he's a Greek mythology, mythological God. Yeah. But Hercules is an Avenger. Says who? Says the comics since like the sixties. So you're telling me the Avengers are in a universe with all the Greek gods. If there are gods, they exist as some form of being. You saw Moon Knight. The Egyptians got uh, gods exist. Okay. So any god there, any religious god out there, uh, including Christianity, exists as some sort of being in the Marvel Universe. However, with Christianity, the, the one above all is the creator of the whole universe. And that's supposed to be, quote, unquote, God. So... Uh, also, he looks like Jack Kirby. <laughs> uh, just to throw that in there, because he created everything, basically. So it's kind of a nod to... You uh, just made my head hurt so bad. One above all. Uh, that gets in a real galactic thing with like Eternity and um, the, tri- the Tribunal. All right. but, well, all of that notwithstanding. Yeah. So it's, it's a really long-standing <laughs> fact that Zeus exists. I don't really know how to use that word, notwithstanding, because yeah. it feels like... 
it should be all that withstanding. All that withstanding. All that being said, yeah. I, in my mind, having not been around in the '60s like you were, clearly, right? I did not and do not know the relationship between Greek mythology and Marvel mythology, yeah. for lack of a better word. Well, it all depends on how you look at it because sometimes they're gods and they're 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 just actually gods, or sometimes like one of the things that that in a, in a parallel universe was that the Asgardians were aliens who came down, found Odin as a child who had all these ideas of the gods and then manifested themselves as those beings to relate to him. Okay, that's great. That's all good. That's Thor who's in the Marvel mythology, right? in the Marvel universe. Yeah. I think, so So again, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not trying to argue that I'm right, right? Because everybody knows, everybody except for me knows what's canon, right? Yeah. So I'm not trying to argue with what is or is not canon. What I'm trying to tell you is that me, as a regular guy, who just goes in to watch the movie to be entertained. How hard is it to believe if one one faction of gods exists that there's not another faction of gods out there? I'm, I'm Because what you're basically saying is because Thor is in the movies, then the only true god no, 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 no. out there that the whole world has based themselves off of are the Asgardian gods, and every other form of a god is based off of them. But we you watched Moon Knight, right? No. Oh, see, there's your problem. <laughs> That's my problem. That's yeah. just one of my many, yeah. many see, Moon problems. Moon Knight is all about the Egyptian gods. Right. You should watch Moon Knight. Okay. Here's the thing. You keep jumping past my opening caveat, mm-hmm. my opening disclaimer. Yeah. I did not immediately buy into Greeks being in the Marvel universe, the Greek mythological gods being a character on screen fighting with Thor. I will say that it's a departure in what they tried to do in the original Thor where they're like, Oh, in our world, science and magic are the same thing Mm. from your world. They they made them, they definitely broke Thor down and made him less of a God Mm. in that sense also the asgardians are weird because some of them are gods and some of them are just asgardians which are just right. like strong beings yeah not so, every asgardian is a god so if zeus can be in thor then is medusa going to be in thor five well that's what i want to get to is athena going to be in thor six she potentially well see here's the thing all right so obvious so spoilers if we haven't already come there mm. the the stinger last stinger no the first stinger oh Reveals Hercules. Oh, right. And Hercules is played by Dwayne Johnson. (laughs) He's played by the guy from Ted Lasso that everyone thinks is fake. Yeah, yeah. uh, Roy Kent. Yeah. Um, He is playing Hercules. Hercules is an Avenger. Ares is an Avenger. The God of War. So that's two. That's interesting. Yeah. No, you're right. You're making a good point. Okay. So. I think you worked hard, but I think you're bringing me around. Okay. Yeah. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But. Here's the here's the thing. I think this is the last Thor movie. You think we just watched think, the last Thor movie? This, this Thor movie, it it brought an ending to Thor's journey. It, it bookended Thor really well. We could see him again for sure. I'm gotcha. sure we will. But I think we might not see him for a while because Hercules is essentially the repla- in on the team in the, in you know the books. He's yeah. kind of like the replacement for Thor, the new guy, right? And I and. When they asked Taika Waititi about it, 
putting Hercules at the end of the movie wasn't his thing. That's a uh, that's a Kevin Feige thing. He gotcha. wanted Thor, gotcha. or he wanted Hercules to be introduced at the end. And I think it's what we've been leading to in a lot of ways is this alternate alternate f- team uh, Thunderbolts. Yeah, well, probably won't be the Thunderbolts since uh, John Hurt died. Mm. But like um, they the lemon it, bars, yeah, the lemon bars. But it's like, but you've got. Um, Black Widow's sister. Hey. You've got um, U.S. agent. Um, what was the 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 girl from Black Widow? The uh, that it's usually a guy plays the character. Anyway, the one that can mimic everybody. So you basically you've got a team of people that are being manipulated by Julia Lewis Dreyfus into a team that's been misled to fight heroes Mm. and i think that hercules is going to wind up on that team and of course all these people will be rehabilitated and eventually become the new team of avengers that we're going to have going forward Mm. because they are kind of ending hawkeye Mm. you know they're ending they're taking these characters and they're giving them not a definitive there's no more of me like they did with tony or captain america but they're giving them like a uh tony soprano or tony stark well essentially the same both yeah yeah both um and I think that's what we're going to, I think, because so Taika Waititi had no, he had no plans for Hercules. And I think that's what, Hercules is not going to be coming back in Thor. He might be looking for Thor mm. and manipulated in that way, but he's going to be on Earth and moved into something. Yeah. And I'm sure he'll be like a bad guy at first mm. and, and then rehabilitated because he's not a bad guy. Yeah. So. Wow. So. You just dove deep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the second stinger? I is it, I think it, were there three stingers or two? Two. Yeah. Okay. So the second stinger is when Natalie Portman gets welcomed to the Valhalla. Yeah. I didn't quite. I I watched that and I thought to myself, I'm going to need David to explain this. Yeah. So it can go one of two ways, right? She could have just. They could have just been like Valhalla's real, and because she turned into particles or whatever, she's now in Valhalla. And in the comics, they can like the living can. Can it's difficult, but they can go to Valhalla and and visit the dead or whatever. But the bigger thing is, and this is where I don't know if they'll do it in the in the comics and in in Norse mythology, the Valkyrie, which is what um, Tessa Thompson is, yeah, she's a Valkyrie. But in in the comics and in uh, historic, the Valkyrie are actually dead female warriors that come and collect the dead and bring them to Valhalla. Ooh. And in the comics, after she dies and is in Valhalla, she becomes a Valkyrie. So she becomes like a semi-hero, but she's also still dead. So not really like, mm. kind of like a ghost. So in other words, we might see more of her. There's potential, but I could also see them just this being like, uh, let's get, she died, let's still give her a happy ending. Yeah. Because in the Marvel comics, one of the only true killers is cancer. Usually, mm. if you die from cancer, you don't come back. Mm. Whenever a hero dies of cancer, brutal. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that I see it as a respectful way of looking at the disease and being like, it's legitimately a horrible thing, and we're yeah. not, we're not belittling it. Right. 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 So. Yeah, that's fair. Wow. Okay. Well, that was a pretty. My eyes are open. You got bored, is what you mean? No, 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 no not at all. <laughs> He's over my head. That's all right. Great. So, great. it's the best movie we've ever it's seen. Best movie I've ever seen. Right. What are we going to watch next week? Next week, we're going to watch Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. 
all that French we studied in fifth grade is going to finally pay oh off. Oh, gosh, so great. Yep. Did you take French for real? I did in fifth grade with Jean-Baptiste. You only took, you only took in the fifth grade? Yeah. One year? Yeah. Well, I got, um, I had trouble. Here's what happened. You want to hear the story? It's a, yeah. it's one of the all. I have like some all time stories. Okay. This is one of the all time stories. Do it. So I got in trouble in class. What? Not you. I know. It's hard to believe. I got in trouble in class, and I was supposed to come. I was supposed to stay after school the next day in detention. It's fifth grade. Yeah. So the next day, so when I got home that night, I tore out a little piece from off the kitchen. You know how you have like a little notepad? I took out a little note, <laughs> and I wrote in my little fifth grade handwriting. Penn cannot stay for detention. He has a dentist appointment. <laughs> and I signed it, Mrs. Ketchum, right? So I came into French class and handed it to Mr. Baptiste. And he took it. And then I went on with my day, right? Later that afternoon, I got called down to the principal's office. <laughs> I walk into the principal's office and there's the principal, Jean-Baptiste, my mom. Oh, what a surprise. And the note. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> Who could have predicted? It was one of my more poorly executed plans. I'm going to guess you had to say for more than one. Today. More than one. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. It was the beginning of the end of my career in French. Yeah. yeah. I took French unsuccessfully for three years. Oh, very good. Recently? In uh, no. In high school. Yeah. Yeah. I took Spanish in high school. 10th and 11th grade. Yeah. Okay. So, so we're going to watch Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, which I believe... Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe the film is in English. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so we'll be able to watch it. We'll be, <laughs> yeah, right. Essentially. <laughs> I was worried there right, for a second. Right. For just a minute. Yeah. No, if you remember, just to remind our listeners, we watched this trailer a couple months ago and I fell in love with it immediately. Yeah. And the standee arrived by coincidence like later that week and I had the guys put it up on the side of the hallway towards Downton Abbey. You got pictures taken in front of it. I got it. pictures with it. It's still there to this day. Yeah. I am super excited for this movie. Yeah. It's not going to do. It's not going to make headlines. Like no. if if you don't listen to the podcast and if you're not like you know watching carefully, it's going to be a sweet film. It's going to be a sweet movie. It's going to play in theater one, five shows a day because it's a nice short movie. Yeah. And if you are if you live near your mom, or if your wife you know doesn't like action movies, or if your wife is your mom, or if your wife is your mom, <laughs> hey, hey hey you know we don't judge no. no. Um, this would be a good one to take your mom to. Yeah. I think, I think wow. depending, unless your mom's like a huge Marvel fan right. and then you should take her to see Thor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So take anyway, see Thor and go see this instead. Right. So yeah. anyway, uh, Mrs. Harris goes to Paris opens Friday nice. and we're going to watch it and tell you next week what we thought about it. Great. Well, so it's time to move on to listener feedback, questions, answers, comments, suggestions, and mm. so forth. We had one this week other outside of the people that told us about trailers. We had one, uh, worthy, Worthy, yeah. So I mean, I mean the other, uh, people wrote in. We've covered the stuff. The gentlemanians. We we the gentlemanians. Oh, yeah, we, we should give a little shout out to our friend Jonathan, mm-hmm. who is uh, is it John, not Josh, or Jeff. Jeff? Jeff, not John. Yeah. John, not Jeff, Jeff. Jeff, not Jonathan. Jeff, not Jonathan. Jason. Yeah. Jason, Jeff, Jonathan is on vacation in Maine, mm-hmm. and he did send us a, a very cool picture from an old fashioned movie theater that he was in. Yeah, that was pretty neat. It was pretty neat. It's cool. I. I have you ever gone to like away? Well, the, the main's like that. Yeah, the main is kind of oh, no, Bob. I would say the main is cooler than that. Well, the main used to be more like that. To, to be perfectly Whoa. frank, the New Holland Movie Theater I used to go to. Yeah, it was yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah now yeah, it's yeah. a what a discount it's consignment like a shop. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a bar then. Anyway, that was cool. Thanks for sharing that. But yeah. 
Top 10, Sarah. It's the final countdown. The that's right. that's my favorite intro. That and the gobble. Yeah, you got to have <laughs> mystery gobble. Um, top ten. Sarah wrote in and reminded us how to pronounce Shirsha Ronan's first name. She yeah. says, "You wondered how to pronounce the Irish actress's name. To the best of my knowledge, it's pronounced Shirsha. Seer. Seersha. 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 Like you're searing a steak. Yeah, I like how you still pronounce it wrong with the how phonetics did I pronounce there. Shirsha. Seersha." <laughs> Sear. 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 Searsha. Like you're searing a, you, I'm shearing a, shearing a, a You're a not, steak. you're not shearing a steak. You shear a sheer, sheep. Sear. You sear. You, sh- you shear a steak. Sear. You shear a sheep. Searsha? You ship a sheep. Shear, shear, <laughs> ship, ship, shearoo? If we keep talking about this, somebody's going to say a bad word. <laughs> All right. Thank she you. She also said that she's almost done Dune and what's up, Pat? What's up? <laughs> and I didn't. There was also a really cute picture of a dog. Yeah. She, oh yeah. no, that's what it was. No, she yeah, yeah, yeah. she sent a picture of the dog because she was explaining that she was on the wrong side of the street. We missed her in the parade. That's why you didn't see. Because I was on the right side. Saw her dog. And I probably saw her dog, which right. she included a picture of. Right. I love it. Love it so much. And apparently, her dog's so big that if you, even if she was with her dog, you probably would have just wouldn't seen her have seen dog. her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a giant dog. All right, David. What are you doing? What are you watching? What are you reading? What are you doing? Okay, just real quick. <laughs> or as my mom would say. What are you doing with your life? What are you doing? And then my answer would be like, nothing. nothing. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, having a snack. Having a snack. Uh, Strange New Worlds ended its first season this week, and it was fantastic. You got to watch Strange New Worlds. You got to watch Strange what New Worlds. Talk to me. What platform is it, and what kind of show it's, is it? It's on Paramount Plus, and it's Star Trek. <laughs> And it is. Look, I'm I almost, lost you at Paramount at Plus. Paramount Plus, <laughs> and I threw you out the window with Star Trek. I literally. Uh, this is not in. This is not hyperbole. Yeah. I had my pen to the paper to write down what platform, and I was starting, and he said Paramount Plus, and my head just dropped. <laughs> yeah, and then I said Star Trek, and he was like, you put the pen away. For the love. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, got, I, I don't want to start something that's not there, because I, I do love Star Trek. It's, this is... Not like you do, but so I... So yeah, good. Yeah, okay. It's so good. All right. Uh, but here's the thing, Pat. Yeah, talk to me. Although next week, so there wasn't, I mean, there will be more news next in a week or so because Comic-Con is right around yeah. the corner and everyone's going back to it. Marvel's going to be there. Yep. All these big yep. studios are going to be there, including the Star Trek studios. But as of right now, this is the first time in like a year and a half they haven't been like, oh, more Star Trek's coming next mm. month. I might be able to cancel my subscription to Paramount <laughs> Plus finally. I've been like, oh, as soon as, as soon as the season's over, I'll just quit until the next season starts. But nah, because nah. they got me tied down. Right. Every season, something yeah. new. Yeah, I might be. Out. I might be out. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So, uh, Westworld started its new season, and it's uh, so far it's pretty good. Uh, it's apparently it's going to be pretty short, so I'm kind of cool with that. And uh, what the boys finished its last mm-hmm. season, which was good. Are you watching the boys? No. Uh, come on, Penn. But here's the big thing. Talk to me. I'm so excited to talk to you about this. I watched a movie. Called RRR. Was it a pirate movie? No. It's a Hindi movie, Ready, Roar, Revolt. It's the biggest bromance movie you'll ever see. <laughs> it is so over the top. 
so Indian, but at the same time, it's actually like a legitimately amazing film. Not, I'm not saying like it's so bad it's good. I'm saying it's crazy, but when it's not being crazy, it's also a really solid film. And I saw all these people doing video essays on it, and I'm like, really? Straw Hat Goofy was talking about it. Patrick Williams was talking about it. I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And halfway through, Chris Hall Productions and I are like, this movie's like actually good. Like, we're not just sitting here laughing at it. Like, yeah, yeah. It has its funny moments, but it's actually really good. So, all I'm saying is, if you got to spare three hours, sit down and yeah. watch this movie. Or it, it actually is cut in half because, like, most of these films, they were released. As two movies and in America, they're one. And there's a little music video that like bridges them, right? Yeah, or like the title like scene comes scene. up and you're like, it's what title yeah. scene right yeah. now? And yeah, and then you know, oh, the entire tonal tone of the movie has changed. Yeah, because it's a new movie. That's amazing. Yeah, I love it. So what have you been up to? Well, I'm still, I'm still plug. Well, first of all, I, t I mentioned earlier in the show I watched Minions, right? Which I can't recommend that enough. Like I genuinely was laughing out loud. Really, so good. Um, Peaky Blinders. Okay. Finally got caught back up. I'm now well into season six. Uh, loving it. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Is season six the new one? Yeah. Cool. Yep. Sweet deal. All right, look, we've been rambling here for some time. If you want to be a part of the show, and I know you do, yeah. let's stop pretending that yeah. you don't want to. The best way to do that is go ahead and shoot us an email, podcast at pencinema.com. <laughs> we'll read it. We'll read it on the show. We got you back. Yep. You can hit us up on Facebook, too. There's always stuff going on over there. You can find the trailers of the week from Trailer Master yeah. Jason, of course. Yeah. But if you want to support the show, Penn, what's the number one way people can do that? Well, David, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. I have one word for you. Mm -hmm. You ready? I'm ready. A lot of times I say something funny. You know, this time it's serious. This time I'm just, I'm just going to boil it down one word. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Now are you ready? Mm, All right. Wait. Hold on. You should sit down. <laughs> All right. One word. Yeah. Watercolors. Really? I'm just saying, book yourself one of those like cutesy watercolor painting parties yeah. and everybody in your party, you know how you, you like paint something for your house? Right. Like I've been inspired by this incredibly gorgeous gift yeah. that you shared with me, that you gave to me. Like go to a place that's like wine and paint where right. they're like, and they're like, we're going to show you how to draw a bird, but right. instead draw <laughs> right. this. Yes. That's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, get good and drunk drink your whole bottle of wine and yeah. draw the bird and turn it around and show the instructor. <laughs> and it says, listen to the Penn Cinema podcast. <laughs> right. I love that. Yeah. I love it. Perfect. Like, you can't get the watercolors all the time. Yeah. If you can't get that, then you just support the show by telling a friend how much right. you enjoy the Penn Cinema podcast. That's all we ask. Yep. And if you don't have any other friends, you can tell us. Right. We're always here to listen. Yep. We do love you. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Once again for the Pensino podcast, I did it more Pen catch them. Take, Take care, care and party, party on. Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. 
Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com. <laughs>